Cinema Think Tank podcast. Okay, so welcome to the Cinema Think Tank podcast on our... We are recording this before Christmas. Just a couple of days before Christmas. I hope it will be out before Christmas. And I am Alex and with me here is... Uh, Cabello. Yes, uh, hi guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, well, if you're hearing this after the Christmas, I hope uh, it, uh, it went very well. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. That's good. And today... Um, well, today we will be talking about industry. The very polarizing HBO show. HBO BBC show. Um, I think Cabello has some thoughts on this show. Yes, you know what I think? I think we should say the BBC HBO show. I, I, I prefer it like that, you know. Yeah. I, let, let, let's say let's say it like that. The HBO no, the BBC HBO co-produced show, right? Because HBO has been getting a lot of love here. And of course I don't know how much um how much money HBO actually poured in, but I would love it to be BBC leading, you know, than BBC being subservient uh, to HBO. Wait, why is that? Mm, I don't know, man, because, you know, uh, America is like the place where uh, we are led to believe that series, the the good stuff comes from there, right? And I think maybe maybe the, the marketing for this uh, particular show also skewers towards, um, you know, America. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, that might be... I mean, I got... The reason for me, actually, for me to say, you know, for me to be so big on HBO is because maybe I am following a lot of American critics and I have, I guess, yeah, they talk about it being from HBO and uh, and I read a lot of American uh, publications. I don't think the British talk about these things a lot. I Maybe they don't like it. They don't want to associate it with them. I think because no, I haven't. The, the Guardian, the Guardian has reviewed it, and I think the uh, Daily Mail and 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 other British publications. You may find that it is actually, in fact, an HBO BBC kind of, uh, you know, co-production. And I'm just nitpicking, you know. Wow, I can't believe we are talking about this much. <laughs> Wow, yeah, you don't know the contracts, but yes, anyway. Let's start, let's start. Okay, just a disclaimer though. It just so happens that I think um, I won't have access to IMDB. But, but yeah, let's continue. I do know though that um, Harper, right? Harper is the only person I know from the show that I can remember very much well. Because like, you know, he's the main character and... Yeah, and just a disclaimer though, uh, this is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion of us arguing about why industry is the best show to come out of 2020. I'll actually be saying it is not one of the, you know, one of the best shows to come out of 2020, actually. It sounds and it looks, uh, I don't know when Suits actually premiered, it's very Suits-y-like. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So industry, what would you say industry is about? I, I'd say industry is about, it is a show about nothing, like Seinfeld. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, industry is about finance, uh, essentially. Uh, banking, the characters emanate from banking and you get these graduates uh, that come in uh, 
for a year and that want to be retained. And we follow Harper, a black American uh, young woman who, who comes in. She has a, a checkered past. Uh, and so she comes in here uh, and she wants to be part of it, right? And she shows signs of um, of genius, I want to say, or, you know, signs that she actually knows her stuff. But the problem then becomes she didn't graduate from the university that, that she claimed that uh, she graduated from. Um, I think the the ex boyfriend comes back to uh, back to London, and we find out that the brother might may have died. So we get the fact that she's actually a liar as well. So that's what the show is about. The show is about uh climbing the ladder in 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 finance. Uh, I, that's how I describe it. I don't know how you you would Alex. I'd say it's about um recent graduates who are who just got an internship at a. A well-respected financial institution, and they have to earn their place in this uh, institution. So after their tenure in the in the internship, uh, those who have impressed the management and the you know the big guys, they will get hired and permanently hired. I'd say. Okay. And like on on the way there, on their way to getting hired, we. You know, things happen, things happen and we get to see them and their human side, you know, and learn about them and get to know them very well. You, you, you said you said their, their human side, Alex. I'm, that's very interesting because for me, uh, maybe it's not interesting. And I, and I think that when you say the human side, that's what draws you in. Um, the trailer was very vague. I, I don't even remember the trailer. I don't, I don't know what happened in, in the trailer. Or I might have maybe seen the the snippet. Or, you know, the, the trailers that dropped before the trailer, actually, um, showed us nothing. And, I, and I, I think nothing happens in the show. I find, I find the characters unmotivated. Um, and they're just workplace stereotypes there. Uh, there's like that black nerd uh, who doesn't feel appreciated. He's too smart to be. He's too smart to be a banker, and he rebels at the end. Uh, there's that sexually ambiguous character who who plays around, um, you know, with with both male women uh, as well. Right? There's actually a part where he claims to to have bedded this this high schooler and. Yeah, like I think nothing actually happens in 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 the show. Nothing of note actually, because the first okay, we have to mention that the first episode was actually directed by uh, Lena Denham. Um, sorry, I'm I'm butchering her surname, but she is the creator of Girls and the director of Little Furniture, right? So she's well respected actually. I thought uh, Me Too would have gotten her, but that's a an issue for another day very very politics kind of thing but i, I won't get into that wait so, what happened because like i i actually have no idea about this there's um no. zinzi clemons actually a south african uh south african american uh, writer actually spoke about the the abuse and the racism at um, now defunct newsletter actually uh, so i i thought she was she had had a, a, a bit of scandals, actually, about her being white and, and the privilege. 
I thought that would uh, do it in actually, but HBO said no. We we actually like Alina, but anyway, go back going back to 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 the show, right? So so industry then opens with this with these uh, short clips of interviews, and at the end we find out that um, Harper does not have the the requisite uh, qualifications, and the show does try to to get into this idea that you you know to be in work in a workplace you have to have graduated you know whether you know the whether whether you know the stuff we know mathematics and the markets it doesn't matter you need to have that paper and the paper is a qualification that actually makes you to come into the job right so for me that's where i i, I draw the 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 the, the, the conclusion that this show is very much like Suits, right? Where in Suits, Mike comes in. Okay, well, well Suits is about this guy who's um, who's basically a fake lawyer, comes in a, a law firm where they hire exclusively from Harvard, but they decide to give him a chance and they keep it secret, uh, um, you know, to, to the other partners. It's a similar thing, Alex. Wouldn't you agree that uh, very... The parallels are very striking, right? So, but I have this question for you: Why yeah. are you so drawn to the show? What happens in the show to coach you that shows us the these characters' humanity? Because uh, for me, it felt like a different workplace drama, you know. Because, like in most cases, when we see these high finance guys, are uh, the guys at the top? They aren't the the, the, the interns, right? You watch uh, a margin call, right? It's about the 2008 uh, uh, stock market crash, brilliant, right? Brilliant. And it, it's about these guys in suits and this, you know, these guys who are in control of the narrative, right? And now we see the story about these kids who just got into this company, this very big company that, you know, they don't actually matter the, to this company. And now they are trying to find themselves within this big, big bank, Right, and we see the kind of stuff that they go through to try to gain that, to try to find themselves in here. And the best part about it is that we follow them even in their personal life, because like many times, this kind of shows uh, they try to stay in the professional side of things to a lot, in which it's very boring to a certain extent. We try. I personally like to know the characters. And what they do on their on their free time, because like I think about a show like Billions, right? Billions. I think about Billions, and um, it's always it's always them them trading and just the whole uh, Axel Rod and his and his enemies, right? And we never get to see the the, the smaller characters and their personal life and what they do, right? What they do after after making money for Bobby Axelrod. Where do they go, right? Even Bobby Axelrod himself in Billions, uh, his personal life is actually not that much interesting besides that he, he's very uh, immersed within his work. Everything is about his work, even when he's at home, even when he's out out uh fishing right on a fishing trip he's on a fishing trip with somebody for for professional purposes even if it's not 
directly for professional purposes, but like the profession itself that uh, does uh, get brought up within conversation. So it's never really about him and his personal life. We don't really know what Bobby Axelrod likes or what he's into, really. Uh, yeah. So, and I felt like in this uh, in industry, that was different. That was different. We meet these characters and we see them and who they are. Who they are and what they do. And just kind of the silly things that people do when they aren't at work. Silly things? I I, I don't know. Okay. I hear you there on, on, on billions, but I, I feel like that's um, a bit of a, a harsh critique on billions but because we do get to see the Chuck Rhodes character, um, you know, do stuff behind the scenes and, and, and living his life, trying to set a legacy. There's a, a big thread on the show about Chuck and his father, which I, will, I won't get into here. So you, you are saying in industry, there's like, we see these characters for who they are. There's one particular... Oh, wait, okay? wait. <laughs> Just a rebuttal on Chuck Rhodes. Mm. We never get to see their kids. Like for real, like we never had we, we get actually, to see we, their we kids. Get to see the, their kids, Alex. I don't know when last did you when where which which episode uh, did you finish billions? But we do get to see their kids. But what do you mean? Well, I'm in the four. I'm in the fourth season, yeah. and really, I think the only part that I've seen him, if I have, if it's not my mind playing tricks mm. on me, it's. I don't know, them being escorted out of the house or something. They never get to say a word. If they do, it's just dad, mom, and Chuck or uh, his wife. They say, hey, go to their rooms. We want to talk. It's just that we never get to see them together and just enjoying life. Even maybe not enjoying life, but just together as a family. Um, oh, oh, okay, when you put yeah, it like that, yes, when people. you put it like that, then I, uh, I agree with you. Yes, I, I agree with you. But to an extent, we also never see Excel Rhodes kids. We do see them playing Xbox, especially in the earlier seasons. But we don't see them sufficiently to say the the father and and the children here have a relationship, right? So I'm guessing is to say these people are alcoholics and they are basically bad fathers, right? Going back to the uh to the relationship between Chuck Rhodes and his father, who has laid out this big master plan uh, for his son. And his son, to a certain extent, does not match up to the ideals that the father has uh, has, has laid out for him. But I, w- I will not get to that. I will go back to industry and speak about Yasmin's character specifically. So Yasmin is um, Arabic, right? Or actually, I don't know uh, what whether she's Arabic or not, but she speaks um, a lot of languages. She speaks Spanish, speaks French, speaks English, and uh, and speaks Arabic. So wait, was that Arabic or Hebrew? I, I wasn't okay, sure. Okay, well, might might have been Hebrew uh, as well. Uh, okay, no, could be yeah, could be Hebrew. Either Arabic or Hebrew. I'm not sure, but the subtitles actually told me that it it, it was, it Arabic, was Arabic. So that's why I'm going. Oh, uh, okay. That, that's oh, why I'm no, going no. With, with with Arabic. I stand to be okay. It is I stand Arabic. to be corrected. It I, is I, Arabic. I stand to be. I just, I just couldn't put my hands on it because like i would like to believe that i can hear arabic but turns out not. um yeah it could be that it's the language but the point i'm making that she speaks she's very um cosmopolitan and worldly right but yet again she is 
um, a bit naive, maybe too naive. So she's in, in a relationship with this guy who loves porn and does not satisfy her sexually, but she stays in the relationship and pursues a uh, and, and pursues a sexual relationship with uh, a co-worker uh, where they sext and, uh, and do things. But in the workplace, she's very... She doesn't know herself. She doesn't know where she wants to be, where she wants to go. Even in the finale, right? She, she, th- there's a point in the show where she's jealous of Harper because they, they, they become roommates or housemates. And she goes to Harper's uh, mentor and the mentor ends up liking her and saying, no, you're going get to a, get a job at, the, at our desk or something like that, right? Like, to me... I just felt like, why didn't have this character here? Because there are aspects of her that are really good, but the bad outweighs the good here. Um, so, Alex, what do you think about Harper's character and her, you know, her love for sex, actually? So, the show is a lot of excess, right? So, so, so industry, no, <laughs> That's so funny. Industry, industry actually has a lot of excess in terms of people do a lot of drugs. They don't get arrested for those drugs. Actually, they the show should have should have said something about class and the idea that um, you know that uh, rich people actually don't get arrested for doing cocaine and where do they procure these drugs and why is it a work culture to actually do those drugs? There's a particular scene I'm, I'm mentioning here where the uh, well, there's a character, I, I forget his name, wants to... Yeah, well, he has done a lot of drugs and he wants to go through a glass door, you know? Which is... Yes. Oh, yes. Which yes. Is, that, that, that was rather yes. rather odd for me, yeah? So, Alex, for me, the show is a lot of access, a lot of drugs, a lot of, uh, you know, unwarranted nudity, right? And the, the character, Yasmin, has a crush or some sort of relationship with this guy, right? Um, co-worker, but they don't consummate their relationship. So what was the point then, Alex? What is the point, one, of putting Yasmin in the show uh, because she there's nothing actually that happens there? And why have such excess of drugs and sex and rock and roll, I guess? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I don't work in corporate. Um... I have never worked in corporate. And from what I've heard, um, from what I've heard, people do use drugs to enhance their, you know, their performance on in their works and stuff like that. Uh, but I do guess in this case, it wasn't for that. It was just access. Yeah, it was and recreational. Just, yeah, recreational for, yes, yes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking drugs. I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah, there's nothing inherently wrong with taking drugs as long as you, if you're not hurting anybody else, right? Like they say in the show, it's not a, like Eric says in the shows, it's not an addiction if you can afford it, right? Weird. Uh, so technically, they're, they're doing That's just really good. Weird. They're doing That's just good. to say, because, well, so, sorry, let me draw a bit of an al- analogy here. The, in, the, in the last dance, Michael Jordan said something similar, right? He's saying because he can control himself, he's not addicted to gambling. And because he can afford it, actually, he doesn't have an addiction. He also, he says something similar to that, weird, but continue. So, yeah, no, no, I've, 
the moment I finished this show, right, I tweeted that it was the uh the adult version of Euphoria. Because, like, this is the very same feeling that I had when I was watching Euphoria. I was like, oh, my God, they are bombarding me with a lot of drugs here and mm. a lot of sex. But, you know, I was very much welcoming them. I wasn't totally opposed to them. I just thought they were a lot, right? But, you know, the show, I'm not a huge fan of Euphoria because I feel like the show is not... Um, it it isn't for me, right? But now with industry, it was different. The show was for me. It felt like it was for me, and all the sex and all the stuff. I feel like it's actually. I feel like it's appropriate, as in like this is where these things should be, okay. not euphoria. But as people have also mentioned that uh, the kids. The kids do do drugs and they do have a lot of sex. Um, I guess we, the ancestors, aren't aware of those stuff. But like, um, the in industry, I feel like it was appropriate for those things. Those people are adults; they take drugs, they have sex as much as they'd like. So, why shouldn't that be in the show? Right? I I don't see the problem. There. Okay. I find it as a as a contradiction when you're saying, okay, no, I I, I find I found it too excessive for for Euphoria, another HBO show actually I haven't seen the show, uh, Zendaya won an Emmy for it actually, so congratulations to her again, maybe she she can win again for for for, for the special because apparently they did a uh, a special a redux of sorts. Okay, so you're saying okay too much for Euphoria, but not too much for industry because industry is 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 adults right uh i can't understand that <laughs> I, I won't lie i, I can't understand that but oh, even though i do find that there was a lot of sex in this in this show right i did comment or that i do comment the, the creators for a portrayal of uh, uh, that was a, a, a likable actually and, and nuanced um portrayal of a you know, same-sex relationship, actually. I think Gus, is it? Uh, the, the other um, affirmative action, actually, higher um, on the show. And he, and he wants, he has great ambitions, 45 as an MP uh, or, or, or prime minister or, 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 or something like that. And and he's in a relationship with this guy who's who's in the closet, right? Uh, who, he's in denial that he is, in fact, attracted to men. Um, and... Uh, I, I I get this thing that maybe he maybe it comes from his family, where he's upper class. He's an upper class guy, and he can't be seen to be embarrassing the family. So two complaints there, Alex, about this. Right, one they actually have sex in the in the in in this guy's house while the girlfriend is sleeping. That is unbelievable. Um, I think that that comes from that that That's comes awesome. from a from a fantasy show. Or something. Two, they actually have sex in a in, in in a toilet, which is much more believable. And then they come up as they come up to back to the party because they had been in a party. They come up. They come up in the party, smiling, touching each other in a very "I love you, you love me back" kind of way, right? Um, and then the the girlfriend actually sees it, and the guy goes and apologizes. I do not believe that. That is very. 
that is very childish, you know, for show creators to do. Very childish Wait. for show creators to do to say, you know what? There's a bit of drama here, so let's create it, right? I think they should change the the guy's character because they didn't they didn't give him that much respect, even though the relationship was a uh, was a bit um, on the down low, um, you know, as Ricky Lake would say. They they could have done the reveal in a much more nuanced kind of way, um, much more respectable way, and not just be be a show that's like on Bravo Network or you know something like the desperate <laughs> what the desperate, hell desperate or maybe not desperate housewives because desperate housewives was actually fictional but like the the housewife of London or something like that it felt a, a bit like that so for me I, w- I want to find out what do you think about that relationship particularly Alex right and I didn't get into it but other relationships in the show so like that relationship of Gus same sex with that other guy and I want us to to discuss as soon as you're done with that the power dynamics in the show um you know yeah okay um the relationship of Harper and I think that relationship Papa and, and, and the boss but continue yes I think that relationship is very was very much one of my interest in the show because it was thrilling it brought a very much an, a thriller element to the show I felt it it was something different it was a uh, it was it wasn't something that I had seen before as in like that dynamic itself the idea that this guy has a girlfriend and and he actively he actively uh tries to be with this guy right with this other guy and and just the risk they the risks they took right they took uh being with each other and trying to stay discreet around people that was very much entertaining for me it was very much entertaining and you saying that uh them having sex in the house while the girlfriend is there it's fantasy I mean that that's very on character. It it is very on character with the whole, even with the whole show, right? It it didn't feel Fantasy out of from place. A writer's something perspective, that was, Alex. I think maybe it could, uh, from a kink perspective, be give give the couple thrills as they are as they're having um, sex. But I'm just saying from a, a writer's perspective, it's very fantasy. Like it doesn't, it didn't feel right. It feel. It felt looks scripted, but continue. Wow, for me it felt, well, it felt real. I'd like to try it sometime. I'm kidding, but uh, <laughs> I felt like um, <laughs> okay. Try <laughs> yeah, it, Alex. I, uh, it's a free country. I felt a free world, even. <laughs> but yeah, you felt. Um, okay. That elevator moment. That elevator moment. I think, and I. Yeah, I think it was a very fitting moment. Those people, like their relationship, had to reach a, a climax where they couldn't they couldn't be discreet anymore. It, they couldn't just hide it anymore, and that was the perfect timing. And I think it was the perfect way to reveal or to, you know, for the bomb to drop, right? For his uh, girlfriend to find out, and yeah, because like. It is. It has always been said in the show, in like in the very beginning episode, about that guy's sexuality, right? Uh, on whether he's actually gay or something, and he's been denying and everything, like you said. But 
Now that thing had to, you know, from a writer's perspective, from a writer's perspective, it had to reach a a climatic moment where this character's secret had to come out, right? Had to come out. I know it's a pun, um, and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> okay. But okay, I forced. think it was a very it's a forced pun. It was a very, we take it a little. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it was a very fitting moment and I very much welcomed that it, it didn't feel weird to me watching that it didn't feel like forced drama. It very much was on, on, on the highest level of standard HBO okay, could ever okay. be. Uh, interesting, right? Interesting what you're saying there, Alex. I, you know my thoughts as i've said previously so okay so now let's go into the power dynamics so there's eric right who's like the the head of this bank oh, no he's not the head of the of the bank but he's the head of a particular department he works he works very well he's of chinese origin um or he has chinese roots right uh sounds american he has a, an american accent yeah. so it's very ambiguous where, where he is from he could be a globetrotter himself like you know he could have maybe spent a few years in in asia then spent a few years in america then came back and spent a, a few years in in london but the, the 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 finance or the bank does have headquarters in in new york or somewhere in america so yeah anyway so Eric is this guy who's been there for 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 some time, and then Harper is is is, a, is an upstart basically, and Eric mentors and 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 he likes Harper, right? Um, I have a problem with the fact that he basically accepted Harper when knowing that Harper has no qualification. That's one problem that I have. In the show, hinting, especially in the first episode, that this will be a problem. This would bring trouble upon Harper and not maximizing that potential about because what Harper is or what we get is Harper believes that she she deserves to be there and the people are stopping her um, or these people are too privileged to actually understand their privilege, number one, and she's so much better than them. You know, that's what that's why she blurts out the fact that she actually earns more money than them. Right. Um so I, I find sort of like that's lost potential in the show. So also, what do you think about the dynamics between Eric and um, Harper? Um, I thought they were... Mm, they were very much interesting in the sense that... Um, you know, I sent you a tweet this this week, right? So the tweet was about... Um, um, you know, workplace dynamics and... Uh, feminism and uh, just the whole dynamics around the workplace and this and just how the show is very genius at at uh, revealing these things and one of the one of the things that the article was saying is that um, you know there there's a there's a reason that Harper at the end of it all chose not to side with uh, the woman who might actually be faking, be f- uh, you know, f- faking their sympathy towards her, right? Uh, she decided not to side with the woman who might actually be, you know, fake sympathetic towards her for, you know, for, you know, with ulterior motives. 
right? And instead, tried decided to go with somebody who he and uh, she understands and uh well feels like she understands and they speak the same language kind of because like it is established at the beginning that uh eric eric um you know he's not from a traditional background and as in by a traditional background i mean uh him having like some huge degree or something it, it it is said or it is suggested that he is a hard worker of sorts and he is he has uh knocked doors knocked in doors and uh went into them that weren't meant for him right that weren't otherwise meant for him had he not um well yeah essentially that's that he understood uh where Harper was coming from right and that by itself it's a special connection between the two characters the two characters they connect because of that they have something in common so she chose that because of it so and that their relationship is established through that and she understands even well he understands even when uh harbor sort of you know she kind of almost lost a client right um because yeah she was gonna lose a lot of money there and she went through she came up with some very uh sort of illegal no illegal. i think it's not, i'd it's say sort of illegal. It or is, it is un, unrecommended uh practices that saved her and as his boss as her boss eric didn't uh he didn't you know he didn't uh make a fuss about it because it was solved and he felt as though she took action into solving her own problem and that showed a strong <laughs> sense of character and he he understood <laughs> like they they click no. they click they, like, they no. vibe you know, he, 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 okay no continue your thought but I, I i have a problem with this very much with with this very idea right but continue. I'll, I'll speak after. So they they do vibe and yeah, that's they are you know their relationship is like that. But like and again, again, you see, there's a there's a moment where that oh she's British, right? The the mentor. Yeah, right? the mentor. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Her name escapes me now, but I I have the IMDb open. Yes, she is British. Dara, Dara. Daria, so, yeah. Daria, uh, Greenock. Yes, Daria. Daria, yeah. Daria. Yes, Daria decides that it is her place to, you know, to talk about how Eric Eric treats Harper, right? And they she tries to take this to the upper management and, and stuff, and to and succeeds, but like. That wasn't on Harper's concern, right? She didn't consent to that thing being a bigger issue, but like she couldn't do anything about it because that's the I thing. Mean, she shouldn't. She shouldn't have the, to consent, right? She shouldn't have to. She shouldn't have to think whether Eric's conduct was was correct or not because Eric's conduct automatically is incorrect and wrong. Of yes. course, it is wrong, but like. She didn't want to make. She didn't want to take it up to the higher ups because, like, this is a person who she knows, and they they kind of click. 
like yes. I said, click, but, yeah, they, yeah, they vibe. But yo, my 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 thing here is that um, the other people I call them external forces into mm. their relationship, mm. into Eric and Harper's relationship. They try to mess it up and try to dismantle it in order to uh to get to Harper, and maybe because they have some kind of. Uh, you know, issues with Eric. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe they might have some issues with Eric in the past, and they're using that to kick him out, right? So they have motives. These people. They try. It's not that like they they are using Harper, right? So essentially, I think Harper and Eric are in good terms. Of course, they are. I think they are, and they came to the res- to the resolution to kick uh, Daria out, and which. I thought it was a very boss move, and I, I commend the show for that. Movie. I very um, much as well. Of, of, of course, they wow. of course they 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 vibe right, but but to you, you know I, I I can't sort of like nitpick on on everything that you said, but your theme was okay. So I'm an, I'm I'm not traditional, and you aren't. You know, you aren't traditional, so let's vibe, and and we indeed vibe, right? But what the show does good. And what the show does greatly is is to show the power dynamics between Eric and, and, and Harper, especially in the moment where she's locked up, where, where Harper's locked up in the in the room. Cause because immediately Harper does not see that this is wrong, right? Um but when talking to Daria, she then relives the moment and she sees that hey, you know what? Something could have happened to me, right? Of of course, automatically, what she's thinking, Eric is my man. Eric is 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 my mentor, and he would never actually do that, right? So that's where that's where maybe Harper could have uh, could have illusions because Eric, at the end of the show, uses her. At the end of the of the first season, uses her to actually get back into into the firm. Of course, Eric and the other guys, right? Um, because Eric is 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 told to take a um um what is this a retirement early retirement or whatever from the firm and he's apparently going to Goldman Sachs or um some other some other financial financial institution because he has done he has done wrong <laughs> you right which is right because he actually has <laughs> done wrong right he used his power abused his power against them. Um, uh, an in, an intern who happens to be a woman, right? So that's what the show does greatly. But what the show does not do very well is is to hold Eric to account, right? So what they what they do in 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 my opinion is that they build up this big drama. Well, maybe not. It's not really big drama because the show does not how does not know how to do drama very well. But it's you know it's just just this big. Um, I don't want to call it a ruckus, but it's tension, and they do nothing with it. You know, in a tug of war, it's like playing a tug of war, right? And you guys, the other guys, are pulling, pulling. You pull so hard when you are just about to win, you actually let the other team pull you on the other side. I feel like that's what the creators of the show did here, and the 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 part where I think that uh, Harper is very naive is when she thinks she can solve the fact that she actually did a bad trade, 
right? She was lying to herself. She was lying to the to the other guy. Uh, she was lying to the to the to the observer, the regulatory guy that sees uh, that looks at these trays and makes sure that they actually adhere to standards. And I, you know what I thought with the show that particular episode. I don't know whether maybe it's the fifth or sixth episode. I thought here's a chance for the show, right? Here's a chance for the show to right their wrongs. Here's the chance for the show to show me that it has potential to be great. Maybe not the best show of 2020, but like to show me that, you know what, we can play with the big guys. And they don't. Because what you know what they do? They give Harper an easy way out. Right? You know, the moment when she sort of like fixes the minuses and, and it goes into the pluses. I was like, damn, man, this show is bad. And then it goes to the minuses and then flops. I right, And then when it flops, I'm like, okay, yes, <laughs> redemption. All, all, all in a matter of seconds, I thought the show was bad. The show redeemed themselves. But I was wrong again, right? Because then Eric then forgives Harper, then it's swept under the rug. Um, even, okay, well, I could have forgiven the show if they said, this is how we do it. We do bad things so that so that um, our clients get money and these people never notice. And they don't even get into that sub-theme as well, right? So, like, I can't forgive the show for doing those kind of things. You know, it's like, you know, you know, when you go to a zoo, they say don't feed the animals. It's like when you look at a sea lion or maybe not a sea lion, but like a, a proper, proper lion. And you you have like a, a steak, right? When you give the lion, or, or when you give the lion the steak, you would be breaking the zoo laws, right? But the lion would much appreciate it. Because the lion does not even know about the laws or whatever, right? So in this case, I, I felt uh, somewhat like the like the lion, really, where a steak was being dangled in front of me in good television. So the steak would be very great drama in, in good television, but I never really got that steak at, in, at the end of the at, at the end of that particular episode. So that's when, for me, um, I I became unforgiving on the show. I I think from then on, I was hate watching the show. Uh, to to an extent, because what it does, so so yeah right so so like that is why I I cannot really forgive the show because it it does have you know it does have potential actually um is it is it another vinyl no is it another wire no it is not the wire but it can be right I think that's what what's good about the show I don't know whether the renew it for the for a second season but i think the will based on it was renewed oh, it, was. it was renewed okay. i mean like why am i so happy <laughs> actually i i don't know it was maybe renewed. you listen to to pharrell's happy and then you were happy oh, <laughs> 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 of course there is no. of course there's so much to actually unpack in the show this could easily be a um you know like a one hour a two, yeah, hour, two hour, podcast. hour podcast three hour podcast and stuff the there are a lot of dynamics at play on on the show. There's a lot of things um, that they they, sh- they could have done right, and there's a couple of things that they actually did really well. But what I didn't like about the show is when the score it sounds like a little kid made it. You know, I don't know, like what this uh, bougie, you know, electronic stuff. You know, they should have just gotten Jeff Russo to come do it. But anyway, anyway. Um, those are my final thoughts, Alex. What are yours? Okay, okay. My final thoughts are we needed more of Eric's wife. Definitely, <laughs> right? Yes, so, yes. 
the 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 couple of seconds that we had with that character, she was very interesting. I, wow, she works at Google, and their dynamic with Eric was one of the most uh, confusing things. <laughs> I mean, they were confusing to the to um to Harper, yes. but even to me, I was as confused as Harper. Honestly, second season, they'll do an Eric centered episode about his history. Yeah, and. I do hope they do go at Google and want to see the workplace there. Alphabet, Alphabet, Alphabet won't allow that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably never going to happen yes. there. But yeah, no, I'm very much a huge... And plus, you know, I mean, one of the reasons why I like this show is because I like skyscrapers and just the whole thing. And they very much capture that. I think the the new London... Well, I don't know if I say yeah. new, but yeah, they're... New London CBD. Yeah, they won't. They um, won't. Sorry, they will not do it as good as the girlfriend experience. But continue. Uh, okay. Well, they're different shows, but <laughs> I feel like it very captures the, you know, the the architecture there. It it sells you. It sells you the 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 the, the London dream. If there's that, the 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 British dream. Let the British. <laughs> let the British natives tell us. Does it? I don't know. As as no, 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 natives, no, no. I don't. No, no. I don't know whether we can say. Okay, okay, okay. I am not an. Of course, I'm not a native. Uh, yeah. But, but, but as a non-native myself, I wanted to go. Oh, you think London has right? been sold you. to you via the show? Yes. That's yes. The, I watched that show true. and I say, hey, I want to go to London. Yeah. You know what? I, I just thought of off in black and how it did not sell me on 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 Canada. <laughs> has has anything ever sold Canada? David like, Cronenberg uh, has has sold Canada to an extent. Uh, yeah, Videodrome sells Canada as a as a place where um, weird people live. You know, so that's a that's a sell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This brings us to the end of yeah, this yeah. episode. Well, where can they find us, Alex? Where can, where can they find you? They can find us on Twitter. Yes, you, you, you're at? It's at Skip Play Online. Yes. And my personal account is at Alex Kokobane. It's Alex K-O-K-O-B-A-N-E. And you? They can find me at uh, Kabelomutubi, which is at K-A-B-E-L-O-M-U-T-U-B-I. Okay. Uh, till next week. Bye. Bye.